welcome to another episode of Sage Cigarettes Presents A Ghost in the Magazine. I'm Steph. And I'm Elle. I'm Ellie. And we can't talk right now because we're doing coven shit. Just kidding. (laughs) But this week's movie was The Witch. And um, we have a lot of feelings about that movie. So I'm just going to go into the movie and what it's about and then our feelings. So The Witch is about a family in the new colony in America. Fresh from England. And it starts off with them getting banished from a colony into the forest for something that the dad did. It's probably for being a lying piece of shit. But whatever he did, it went against the church and it went against the good of the colony. And so they sent him and his family packing and they rode the wagon till the wheels fell off and they found a spot so that they could build their house. And it just happened to be really close to where a fucking witch lived. So they're very religious. Their whole lives are like fire and brimstone and everything you do or don't do is damnation. The babies, if they're unbaptized, they go straight to hell. And incidentally, that's what happens. Their baby disappears in a crazy game of peekaboo stolen by a baby. Right. That baby's got runner's legs. That's not funny. (laughs) That's what that's I, know. Not I, saw that scene. I was like, damn, that's a fast <laughs> baby. He was looking for an escape because he was tired of being persecuted. He wanted to live his life. The baby yeah. was probably gay. So he ran off. <laughs> he said, fuck y'all. But then um, the witch got hungry and she killed the baby. The prevailing theory I saw was that it was the flying ointment thing, even though yeah. that's not what that was. No, it's not. So she <laughs> crushed this baby up in her mortar and pestle, and it's awful. And then she bathed in the unbaptized baby blood which fucking sucks. And she was all saggy titties and butt cheeks until she did that. And then she shoved a stick between her legs and flew off into the moonlight. I was painfully sober, so I know it's a fact, okay? (laughs) The first weird thing to happen was them holding a trial over this fucking guy. Well, it's like they left England to escape from religious persecution, right? And then the dad was like, what if we did it again? It's a bunch of impossible-to-follow rules, all made up by some random dude with a weird fetish. So none of that stuff even fucking works because their crops are failing, they're full of rot, and then he is a super creep and makes his young son repeat all of this bullshit, like, bad things about himself. And the one thing I wrote down that hurt my feelings was he made him say, my corrupt nature is empty of grace. No. Children are innocent, even though they made sure to show that this kid was checking his sister out any chance he got. But to be fair, and it was mad flowers in the attic, but to be fair, there were no other fucking people. Which titties is he supposed to look at? His mom's titties? I don't think so. They got pecked out by crows. (laughs) I got ahead of myself there. Spoiler. I was waiting for the like A24 ball to drop because it wasn't super creepy. It was just sort of like this family needs therapy. And then the creepy happened and I was like, there Mm -hmm. it is. There's my boy. (laughs) There's not enough therapy in this world to save this family. I'm just saying though, look at the fucking corn. They've got fucking ergot poisoning, dude. They're probably tripping balls hard. That's valid. That's so valid. That was my theory. That's like children of the corn. That's why the kids were going fucking nuts because they're eating this crazy corn. Where did the goat come from? Black Phillip was always That's a great question. They You never see them pick up the goat. They leave Mm -hmm. the town. They don't have a goat. And then they have their own little settlement with some shacks and a dirt floor. And then all of a sudden they have a bunch of goats. Unexplained. So one thing I would like to point out about 
you know, this man making his son repeat things, his son is asking very valid questions. Why are babies born into sin? Why are children not innocent? Why what is it like possibly have done that? Was right. So and sensible. he's like hysterical. And the man's like, I don't have these answers for you, little baby. Just trust what I'm saying to you. Absolutely the fuck not, especially not in the woods. No, we're not doing that. Okay. So in the middle of all this bullshit, the dad takes the mom's silver cup, trades that shit for whatever he got. And then he Maybe lies the goat. about it. Maybe for the goats, yes. I find it incredibly hard to believe that nobody noticed these kids talking to the fucking goat. Because the girl was telling them, you know, towards the end, is these little devil kids, they're literally talking to Black Phillip and making songs about him. And you're blaming me for your fucking problems? I don't Incredibly think so. blasphemous songs, I want to point out. King oh, of all yeah. Kings, Rain Over the Land. Like, Stop, I'm getting I don't feel shit. like that would fly in that sort of family. That just lends to the uncomfortableness. So there's it's also a rabbit. easier to blame the oldest sister. Because she's got titties now, and that's a... It's confusion. generous to call them titties. True. But also, what other titties are there? The moms? Too. Because hers got pecked out by crows. There's <laughs> titties in the land, okay? We're back to the pro titties. Except then he goes out into the woods and finds himself some new titties, fresh That's out. That's true. Woods Poking titties. out the dress. Woods titties. I'm really fucking stressed out right now. Um, <laughs> so another question I have. So the dad takes Caleb. They're out hunting. That's where he's telling him all the weird stuff. And there's the weird funky eye rabbit. And then when he comes back, you know, he's making up stories about where he was. He wouldn't tell the wife that he took the kid into the woods because the woods are like a hell place. And so he's lying some more. And then the girl has to undress him. The mom tells her to, like, take his clothes off and go wash them. You take his fucking clothes off. They're very weird with her. And it makes me uncomfortable. I'm surprised it didn't get creepier with the dad and the daughter. Okay, so Mercy's playing games, talking about how she's the witch of the wood. And I don't know why she's playing this game when they're little scaredy shits. Because so, she's a shitty little kid. Like, little kids are so shitty. Both of them are, True. like, her and the boy, Jonas. They're really shitty. Like, throw them away. <laughs> They've got youngest child privilege after the baby got snatched. Isn't that sad? So, Thomasine flips the script, and she's like, you know what? No, I'm the witch, and I'm going to eat you if you don't shut the fuck up. And so the little girl runs away, and Caleb is like, why are you doing that? After he checked her out. So at dinner, the mom accuses Thomasine of touching her fucking cup. And the dad literally just lets her drag her, knowing damn mm-hmm. well he took the cup. Him and the little boy are just like, could it be me? I'm not going to tell. And I just hate how ham she goes. And I understand that she's grieving. And she probably blames Thomasine for watching the kid and the kid disappears. But you explain to me how you're in the middle of nowhere. And y'all have no idea where that baby went because I know she said immediately, fuck, the baby's gone. So you give me an explanation. What could she have done with the child? But she can't see through her grief at all. I very loudly went, you bitch, after she was like, did a wolf take the silver cup? Bitch. Just the eldest daughter trauma just prevails. Mm -hmm. Literally, because I'm the oldest daughter. I have PTSD from that shit. And the whole time I'm like, girl. I'm the oldest child. What can you blame? I'm the oldest daughter. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I'm the oldest child also. But we're all girls except for the youngest who is a boy. And, of course, he has the youngest child, only boy, 
privilege, whatever. So the parents apparently forget that there's no fucking insulation in these walls. And they're just talking about their kids like they're not right there and are not up listening to their parents. Basically talk about how they're all fucked and they're all just going to hell like God can't hear them or something. And they're talking about Thomasine being of womanhood and then they're going to have to go like whore her out to another family. Like she doesn't have any choices here. And for her, she's just sitting there amongst her siblings who she's a slave to. Like, okay, no, they want to get rid of me. That's shitty. That's so shitty. They check once of like, children, are they a bed? And it's silent. <laughs> like, anyways, so when are we getting rid of this bitch? What? This menstruating oh. bitch. Right? Okay, so this is my theory. is an allegory for your first period. <laughs> when you said that shit to me, I was like, oh. When she uh, is pulling on the goat teeth and blood goes into the bucket, and then when her mom's blood spills on her face, there's so many symbols in this that point back to that menstruation, which is the problem that they have with her. And she's the one who prevails in the end, right? She gets to be a, a fucking immortal witch. Just saying, there is a lot pointing to it. Insert noises of discomfort. A24 is great at that. Because the first 50 minutes of plot is basically, hey, this family needs therapy. And mm-hmm. then it gets to the creepy shit. But it's very good at making you feel creeped out incrementally throughout the I was time. the whole time. And I remember watching this movie the theater and I was like trickled like I was prickly I can't believe I'm sitting here watching this shit right now like I have no idea what's gonna happen and I hate not knowing what kind of movie that I'm going into because like hereditary it was very like is this going to be a position movie or not it so was okay so shit comes to a head because this kid Caleb feels like he has to do something because his dad is a piece of shit and he's not providing he's lying and he's stealing so he says I'm gonna do what needs to be done and he wants to go get the rabbit from the trap and Thomasine's like take me with you which I don't understand why she wanted to go with just wake your parents up if you're that concerned don't do that you know just let him be a man or tell Oh, and then these two children, because Thomason's maybe, like, what, 14? Mm-hmm. These yeah. two children go traipsing about the woods. This kid has a gun that is twice his height. That is not proper gun safety. As someone that was raised it in the woods. Ridiculous. Ridic- I think that was the least of their concerns. And <laughs> gun safety was out the fucking window. Hey, the dad almost got his eye blown out. He did, but that's because he was trying to shoot a devil rabbit. Can we a talk witch about rabbit. the dad's fucking mullet? That gank-ass mullet. I can't. Your main problem with this dude? His mullet distracted me. Hey, the mullet is back in, okay? I've seen some dudes. Well, listen, only gay people can rock the mullet at this point. If a straight I mean, person tries to wear it, it's like, all right, Billy Ray Cyrus, calm the fuck down. But that's actually kind of true, I feel. Um, because the guy that I'm thinking of, he's not famous or anything. He's on my Facebook friends list. He is okay, queer and he rocks about it. Johnny Craig. I was like, Steph. You know damn well I'm not thinking about Johnny Craig, okay? He has the voice of a baby angel, but the face of a butt crack. A sweaty butt crack. True. So they go into the woods. They make a poor choice. And they get the rabbit and then the horse sees the witch rabbit. So it freaks out. The dog runs off after the rabbit. So Caleb chases. And the horse goes nuts and bucks Thomasine off. So Oh yeah, this this ten-year-old with a musket decides that yes, this rabbit is worth chasing. You already have a rabbit, honey. Like you already have one. You don't need another one. Especially with the horse freaking out and that's your only means of transportation in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm -hmm. Use your your little boy brain. But 
I mean, we are putting a lot on children, which sucks, but... Yeah, but back in the day, children were basically treated like adults. Yeah. And I I have this terrible opinion of, like, if children are going to be stupid, then, like, fuck them. Like, no offense, not in a shitty way, but they could have left the kids back at the colony. They didn't have to send the whole family away. They could have been at a real village and been like, we'll keep your kids. For one guy's, like, religious convictions Mm -hmm. that he has just decided are more important than the safety and well-being of his family. His family, yeah. Right, and he should have kept his ass back in England, honestly, if he was really going to go against the whole colony. Like, don't be a bitch. So the woods being evil, the symbolism of everything that's natural is evil in this they are denying everything it is to be human and to be like part of the natural world and everything else and that's their whole thing is like this denial of their whole humanity mm-hmm. i wonder why things go awry <laughs> i definitely saw it as a little bit of a garden of eden allegory like don't stray from the garden sort of thing very generous to call their two shacks and their shitty Apple. garden a garden mm-hmm. the outside world is evil only in here is protected very culty religious stuff i have such a hard time with all of those symbols I like I'm a 30 year old woman and only in the past couple of years have I come to terms with all of that Christian guilt and because I believe in a creator and I feel like that being made this world and left things for us to feel connected to spirit and things like that that are natural and part of this world and Christians really go above and beyond to make all of that sound bad and it's a lot Mm -hmm. movie i'm just cringing because i understand the symbolism but at the same time they're turning witches into baby eating demon monsters (laughs) so no i don't although i do like l's theory that their corn is just filled with rot and they're hallucinating because the witches don't do a lot no most of the ship is sort of brought on by the family sure but then there's that scene in the woods where caleb is lured to the witch's hut by them titties yes she literally sucks him up and gives him back naked in the middle of the night hallucinating Mm -hmm. and like thrust out of the garden of eden naked and disoriented and shit yeah it's Uh a good accumulation of sort of the fears that those religious groups had living around that time yes yes because this was before the salem witch trials but like 60 years before something i've just noticed in religion but also just like misogyny is women being like young slutty temptresses yes. and then also like ugly evil hag old can't be both no it's the classic mm-hmm. nice guy shit the nice guy subreddit is full of this shit and then the mom actually says that to her once she stops being her daughter she's like you're a slut who wanted your brother and your daddy too to be fair, that was after she got her titty packed out by the crow. She thought she saw her kids come back to life, and so she was crazy. And also, she's eating crazy corn. I remember the first time I watched this. Honestly, I forgot everything from, like, that conversation by the creek before that. That's where I remember the movie starting. And all I remember was hating the dad and feeling like he was persecuting his daughter. That was my remembrance of the movie. Watching it again, there's more nuance to it, but I still hate the dad. Very much. One thing I did love as an ex-Christian is the eldest daughter truly is trying her best. Mm -hmm. She's doing the Mm -hmm. prayers. She's repenting. She is really trying to uphold the made-up rules of this religion. And yet she is still the one that gets blamed for everything, that gets yelled at the most. And that Mm -hmm. is eventually what drives her away. As an ex-Christian, I related to a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So here's another thing. After they get Caleb back, 
he's literally having a religious experience that none of them could ever have. He's been drugged through, he's been bewitched with the fucking apple in his throat. And then he sees who he believes is his savior and is literally having a come to Jesus moment that they'll never be able to relate to. And then he dies and I feel like he died at peace, right? But then when the dad is having them say the prayer because the kids are like, oh, this bitch is a witch. And she's like, nah. And the kids literally can't. They're mm-hmm. doubled over and Thomasine is saying the prayer. If you're bewitched or whatever, possessed where you can't say the Lord's name at all. Mm-hmm. You can't pray. Supposedly. Because- <laughs> you just that the kids have massive anxiety because their whole family is fucking freaking out. Maybe they, these toddlers you know, are just a little bit freaked out from seeing their eldest brother die in front of them. Maybe. True. Who knows? Yeah, Maybe trauma. the hunger's starting to set in a mm. lot when the dad was like, we're going to have a fast for our sins, not because we don't have any food, for our sins. To distract from the fact that he can't provide shit for his family. He doesn't want his kids to think that he is a massive failure. He can't farm. He can't hunt. No, and Thomasine called his ass out on it, right? You're a worthless piece of dick. Like, and give wood. He's got a bunch of kids. But that's it. Any penis haver can do that. You mix penis having with crazy corn and you have that. Yeah. The audacity. The audacity. So the dad is off his shit more than in the beginning of the movie. And he literally locks his remaining living children into a shed. He boards that shit up and he locks them up with Black Phillip, even though he thinks that Black Phillip is the devil. Which, that's bad parenting. We don't do that. Everything he's done so far has been good parenting. Right? This is extra bad, okay? So he says, I'll come get you in the morning. And in the night, that's when the mom sees Caleb and baby Sam appear to her. The two dead ones. And she says, hold on, sweetheart. Sam's hungry. And Sam's breastfeeding, quote unquote. And that's when it's actually the crow pecking out her fucking titty. So in the morning, the dad steps over her, doesn't realize she's got her crazy hair out and, you know, blood all over her dress. And he goes outside and the shed has exploded. There's dead goats and shit everywhere. And Thomasine is just laying in the middle of this carnage. Oh, that's because there was a witch in the fucking shed the night before. Totally skipped that part. Eating the lamb. And then in the morning, the twins are just gone. Yes. Where'd they, they go? Don't. Nobody knows. Doesn't no, matter. Tom seems like they're well, the backup kids, anyways. <laughs> Can't have six kids and not label some of them the backup ones. Okay, so <laughs> balance. So they turn on Thomasine like, "Oh, you did this," and then Black Philip said, "Yeet," and he rammed the dad. And the dad's bleeding, and he says some Bible shit, and Black Philip hits him again, and he's corruption is my father or some shit like that. Yeah. And he gets fucking owned by the fucking wood that he was piling up to show how much of a man he was. Yeah, eat that. Eat that, buddy. Like Sisyphus being crushed by his boulder. Yes. You guys are so philosophical. <laughs> it's the alcohol. Alright, so that happens. The mom fucking loses her shit, and she's like, you slutty little you-know-what, and attacks her. She's saying, you tried to get after my husband, my son, you're taking all of my kids, you killed my children. Like, she's not one of her kids. And Thomasine had enough, and she cuts that bitch. While saying, I love you, I love you. Right, because she's ultimately such a good person, and she's just trying to make it in the fucking middle of nowhere, back in times when, how do you handle your period? What do you fucking do in that time anyway? Like, talking to a goat and becoming an immortal witch seems like the only thing to do in that time period. I'm just saying. Yeah, period life is not a happy one. 
Mm-hmm. No, I can imagine. There's probably some, no penicillin, but no tampons. They gotta put on pads. all those fucking layers. They can't I'm survive the winter. Right. No Zyrtec or nothing. And they could have had weed <laughs> if they were friends with the indigenous people. But no. Right. The mom actually mentioned when Caleb was still alive and sick and she was like, do I remember so-and-so from the hood and how he was bewitched by Indian magic? Doesn't this look like witchcraft? Bewitch me with Indian magic, please. I mean, I, I would, I'll take some. Yeah. I shouted, you dumb bitch, you're not in India. No. What the fuck? <laughs> and then, oh my god, one, one more point. The son comes back, clearly is like, cut the hell up, clearly has a fever because he was outside in the rain. Mm-hmm. And they decide the cure, right? The what'll make him better? Prayer, one. Second, a knife to the temple. A rusty knife right okay. on the eye. That'll do it. That'll fix him. Is this the dark ages or like the colonial times? Like what the fuck? That's like, what I was thinking. Like in which little medicine book? Is that the go-to shit? Some herbs or something. Like I feel like they have to send them all with like a little pack of seeds. Like this is going to be your life. Cherish it. Grow it because you can't go to the pharmacy. Well, they did grow corn. Drug corn, yeah. Drug corn. I I truly felt like natural medicine would have evolved past bloodletting. No. Yeah. Not today, Satan. Bloodletting is still used in modern medicine on certain occasions. So both the parents are dead and Thomasine's like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Obviously, she's going to sign Black Phillip's book and trapes off into the But first she takes a nap. Uh, she was probably really <coughs> fucking tired from dealing with her parents' bullshit for months, okay? I can't blame her. <laughs> At all. I would have taken probably the longest nap ever, like, dead. So, she goes into the shed and she talks to Black Philip. Surprise! He's the devil. She signs his book. Magically, she's a witch. She goes naked into the woods to join the other witches. The end. Here's my question. It's gotta be a hallucination. Because it doesn't make any sense to me that this is a brand new colony, yet you have a whole wood full of witches who are white. No offense. Where'd all the whites come from? Like, white people were not having near that much fun. There's no fun in Puritan America. No, white people were not having that much fun. No. No. So she probably actually died in her nap, and in her dreams, she went to go Mm -hmm. join the witches of the woods. See, my initial note about this movie was that the movie should have ended when she went to her nap. Agreed. Well, technically it did. I feel like she died there. Yeah. Because I have no explanation for these floating bitches. I really did try and, like, dissect the realism of it, and then I give up. They were really trying to take what people portray witches as and juice that shit It's a good accumulation of the fears of the time which was just mm-hmm. naked women in the woods having freedom or whatever. Doesn't sound like a bad thing to me. Sounds great. The one note I do have pertains to the ending scene where, like, to the rest of the family, loss of faith was death. They were as afraid of losing their faith as they would be of death. With the girl who basically just got abused for the whole thing, with the faith, her loss of faith was the freedom. So she mm-hmm. got to fly. I wish I said that more eloquently, that's, but that's what No, it's perfect because that's honestly, yeah. that's kind of how I personally felt when I let go of the Christian guilt. And I was like, this is what it really means to connect with natural things. And I've been telling a lot of people lately that I don't feel like getting into heaven is made by telling other people that God is real and hates gays. 
I really feel like it's just you reach that point of enlightenment when you're in a good person and you Truly. live your life well and loving others, caring for others, and not eating babies. Not eating babies. Mm-hmm. That's Just one do. of the, the things I dislike the most about Christianity is there's an ultimate good when you die, which no one can know, and mm-hmm. then there's an ultimate bad. And you must adhere to the strict set of man-made rules. But also, mm-hmm. like, who knows? Because God is fickle, apparently, and we can't make that judgment. Only God can. So it's kind of a gamble. Just listen to these yeah. white dudes. You'll be fine. Which, no, never listen to white dudes. Sorry, no offense. No. Um, Amen. Never listen to white dudes. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, listen to women. The end. The moral no, of the story. Women yeah. are amazing and hungry. And goats are British. Less, goats are British. Oh, just like A24 things I noticed. They're very good at implying nudity without actually being detailed about the nudity. Like mm-hmm. the circle of naked women in the end. Like you knew they were naked, but you really couldn't see that they were naked. That's just an A24 thing I think they're very good at doing. It was very uh, Dr. Seuss. He wrote a book and it was about seven sisters who were always in the nude. And there were no nipples or belly buttons or... <laughs> mounds anywhere i'm very stoned amazing so that was the witch (laughs) next week's movie is going to be Shaun of the dead let's get a little uh, comedic relief in here after that and previous shit shows you can follow the podcast on twitter at gitn podcast you can follow me at witch x pudding you can follow me at nocturnical and you can follow me at izzy exe (laughs) okay bye